This is the Tigers Radio Network. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Advance Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Mizell takes the snap. He's going to roll out far side of the field. He's going to look to throw. Now he's going to pull down and run. He's brought down for a loss on the far side of the field by A.J. Cunningham. Hoff, the wingback, he goes in motion to that far side. It is a fake handoff. Davis is going to look to throw. He's got Nick Rhodes wide open. Nick Rhodes makes the catch. 40, no one in front of him. 30, 20. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Michael Newtown. Tommy Davis, welcome back to the starting lineup. Weathers. Out under center, Nick Rhodes, the far side receiver. Sapness in the backfield. Hoff and Rossboro are your wingbacks. Weathers moves Hoff in motion. He's going to hand off to Sapness up the middle. He's got a big hole. He's got no one to beat. One man to beat across the 50, 40, 35, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness. 20. Big play by the Tigers there. Second down and four for the Tigers. Two minutes to go, first quarter. Fakes the handoff, gives it to Abel Hoff on the far side, end around. Hoff's got a big hole. He's across the 40. He's got some space. One man to be across the 20. And breaks one tackle on the 10. Touchdown, Abel Hoff. Into the end zone again for the Tigers. Weathers under center. No tight end. So five linemen. Hoff the wing back. It's a quick handoff to Sapness up the middle. He's initially contacted. He breaks three. He's got huge space in front of him. Across the 45, across the 51 man to beat. 45, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Adrian Sapness breaks one big one for the Tigers. Davis under center. He's got Binder and Hoff in the backfield. It's a handoff to Hoff. They go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the five. Down to the one. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you on the sidelines for tonight's game is Jim Alsman. We are at Radnor High School in Radnor, Pennsylvania for a Thursday night matchup between the Marble Newtown Tigers and the Radnor Red Raiders. And Steve, Marble Newtown, a solid win last week, uh, com- now coming into a short week after defeating Lower Marion. Yeah, they uh, bounced back after that uh, tough loss to Ridley two weeks ago. Got a good win over Lower Marion last week, 45-18, and they're ready to play on this short week tonight uh, to get 
get some momentum and uh, try to make a playoff run. And before we get to a kind of a preview of each of the individual teams, let's go over the Marple Newtown Radnor series matchup uh, over the years. Marple Newtown is 28-24-2 all time against the Red Raiders. The Red Raiders are one of five Central League teams. The Tigers currently hold a winning record over. The series began in 1953 with a Radnor win by a score of 26-6. The Tigers were winless in the first six games of the series from 1953 to 1959, uh, including going 0-5-1 during that stretch that included a tie that came in 1956. Uh, the series took a hiatus after 1959 and did not return until until 1966, a game in which Radner won as well. The Tigers' first win in the series came the following year in 1967, uh, winning by a score of 21-6, to and 1968 gave the series its second tie. The two teams would split all ten games in the 1970s. Marple's longest winning streak over Radner is nine games, which ran from 1987 through 1995, and Radner's longest is the six-game stretch that opened the series. Since 1987, the Tigers are 21-6 and against Radner, winning 75% of the contests uh, in the last 26 years. 20, or 75% of Marble Newtown's wins in the series came in the last 26 years. Excuse me. Radner last defeated Marple in 2010, 28-21. Marple won last season, 14-8 at home, and four out of the last five games in this series have been decided by a touchdown or less. So, Steve, a very competitive series uh, in the last six, seven years. Yeah, it's always a tough matchup when Radner and Marple Newtown play uh, it's always decided by one play, one two, two or plays, uh, and it's always into the fourth quarter. I know Radner's very well coached by uh, head coach Tom Ryan in his eighth season, and uh, you know it's always a tough time when we uh, when these two teams face each other. As we get in, as the teams prepare to come onto the field here, uh, Steve, we'll talk about some things coming in. Uh, Adrian Sapness from Marple Newtown, big time uh, season for him in the first half. He has 933 yards, so 67 away from a thousand uh, conceivable could break that mark tonight. Yeah, um, my bet, if I can guess, he's going to do it. Uh, I know one thing, we can uh, always seem to run the ball against Radner, so I expect Coach Chicken to give him the ball as many times as possible, and uh, we'll be seeing him break that century mark sooner than later tonight. And we have Jim Allsman down on the sidelines as Marple Newtown comes into this one. And Jim, uh, a good atmosphere here tonight, uh, a rather you know great weather for football. Beautiful, 66 degrees here in Radnor Township, uh, right where the Blue Route meets Route 30. Gorgeous sky tonight, prolific pictures on the website later, hopefully. Uh, usually Dave DePasqua's in this spot, snapping away on his iPhone, getting the pictures. I'll be grabbing as many as I can, but uh, nice to uh, give Dave a uh, night off. He's got class. I'm here tonight on the sidelines. Marple Newtown. Coming onto the field, as you can hear the band, and uh, hopefully Marple Newtown can keep this thing rolling. This is a very important game if you look at the playoff standings. Marple and New- Marple Newtown and Radner are right there, three and two. So this is critical. This is going to last a long time, whether it's a win or a loss, for how we look at. Uh, you know, playoff standings coming into the season, Greg. Back to you guys. Absolutely. And, and Steve, uh, one thing I want to throw out there, since 2003, uh, we look at Marple Newtown passing, and they've, they've passed a little bit more this year with Marcus Weathers, currently 503 yards passing. Uh, he only needs about... 
Forty more to pass Steve Giordano uh, on that the most recent list since 2003. Kevin Johnson leads uh, 776 yards passing in 2009. You have Tommy Davis in there in 2012 and 2013, and Kevin Johnson also had it in 2008 at 579 yards. Conceivably, Marcus Weathers could surpass Kevin Johnson's 776 this season. Yeah, and you could see he's thrown the ball a lot more this year, uh, and it's simply coming from a wing tee offense to a spread read option offense in this coach kicking era, and. Uh, you know, Coach Egan likes to get him in a rhythm out there, and I really believe that he'll pass uh, both of those guys. So we'll switch focus over now to the Red Raiders, Steve. And, and what can you tell us about Radner? I know they run a little bit more of an up-tempo offense. They have a lot of pistol sets as well, and they like to move the ball around. Yeah, you'll see multiple guys in the backfield for them. As you said, they're in that pistol. They'll do read option. Uh, not as much as you would think in a read option offense. Kind of like the, the Tigers. They run a read option, but not as much as you would think. Uh, but they're very prolific out there. Watch out for number three, uh, Jack Wilson, the junior running back. Um, he's a difference maker, and they're going to give him the ball a lot tonight. I, I saw in game film, you see him line in the, line up in the backfield. He lines up in the slot. He lines up all, you know, in any position they can find uh, to get the ball in his hands. So definitely a threat as the Red Raiders come on to the field here. And, and on the Marple side, what can we expect from Marple Newtown tonight? Obviously the season uh, going in their favor at the moment. They're 3-2, and two, looking to get to 4-2, and two, which would be huge uh, as we head into like down the stretch run here for the playoffs. Look out for Adrian Sadness. Give him the ball a lot, and then I think your difference maker tonight is Abel Hoff. Put him in a spot where you get mismatches on linebackers, get him out open field where he does best, and I think he's going to have a great game tonight for the Tigers. Well, certainly, uh, as the last couple contests have bared out between these two teams, uh, it's been very competitive. It's been the last two years, the game has been decided in Marple's favor by a touchdown or less. And the last time we were here two years ago, a very hard-fought battle that ended up uh, being a 14-12 to game. Yeah, and it always comes, as we talked about earlier, always comes down to the fourth quarter, these two teams. They, they know each other very well. They're both 3A schools, as Jim was talking about uh, a little bit ago. They're tied for seventh in the playoff rankings. We're ninth, so this game means a whole lot in that playoff stands. And, again, I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. Well, we will step aside for the National Anthem. When we come back, we will let you know who won the coin toss, and we'll get this thing kicked off. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, 
flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. End of the national anthem here at Provost Field on the campus of Radnor High School in Radnor, Pennsylvania. And we are getting ready to kick this one off. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds with you. Jim Alsman is on the sidelines for us tonight for a game that is important for both squads here in the Central League. And Steve, your, your final keys of the game before we kick this one off. Yeah, the Tigers have to come out and play with an attitude. They they have to be the tougher team, uh, obviously, in this game. they got to make big plays on defense, turnovers and tackles for loss. Make a statement on D. And the third one, getting a rhythm on offense. We saw that a little bit last week. Abel, uh, Marcus throwing the Abel, uh, his tight end Noah Turner. Do the same thing tonight and create, put Abel Hoffman's open space where he does best. Jim Oldman. Yeah, I agree with Steve. And this is a big one uh, after that disaster at Ridley and they bounce back but they really need this game to stay alive in the playoffs this is going to be key because if they drop this one let's face it they got to go on a tear so this is key Greg thank you Jim Marple Newtown has won the toss they will receive wearing their white tops black pants and black helmets Radner in all black on the offensive on the kicking side Marple will move left to right Radner right to left and defend the right end zone Wilson set to kick it away. Ball up at the 40 here. Sapness to return. Wilson's kick. It's a short one. And it's going to be picked up by Kostek at the 27-yard line. Looking for room. Gets up the middle across the 40 and brought down at the 43-yard line. So solid field position for Marple Newtown to start. Tucker Ballbach in on the tackle for the Raiders. And uh, good start by there by the Tigers. Tyler Kostek's been getting the ball a lot on the kickoff. Short kickoffs, trying to keep it away from Adrian Sapness. He gets it there and gives uh, the offense great field position. And here we go. Ball. At the 43 of Marple Newtown, 11.53 to go, first quarter. Weather's under center, two-receiver eye formation. Hoff in motion to that far side, and there's movement in the backfield. Looks like the fullback, Brosco, jumped. Yeah, I think you're right there. Actually, That's Tommy Long, yeah, actually. Tommy Long in there right now. False start, fellas. False start on the offense. Thank you, Jim. So a false start for Marple Newtown on their opening play of the game. That'll back him up five yards and make it first and 15 with the ball at the 38-yard line of Marple Newtown. Sometimes you're in that fullback stance. You kind of lose your balance. It looked like something like that might have happened to him there. And uh, unfortunately, false start for the Tigers. It'll be first down. Weather's under center eye formation. 
Sends Kostek in motion to the near side from the far side. It's a handoff to Sapness. He's met in the backfield, still on his feet. A bunch of Red Raiders are there to bring him down, though, but it looked like Dario Falcone on the initial hit. Yep, he came backside from his linebacker position and uh, did a good job squeezing down the line and making the tackle on Sapness. And what this... Radner defense likes to do. They run like a 3-3 stack with a safety over top. They'll send those uh, linebackers. They're, they're always dancing around. You never know what's going to go. It's going to be very tough for this Tigers offensive line to figure out who's coming and who's not. It's very reminiscent of uh, some of the defenses you see in college with a, basically a hero uh, back, they call it, with one safety back. Hoff in motion near side. I formation. It's a handoff to Sapness. He takes it far side. He's looking for a hole. He's going to pick up five yards on second down and 16 and get back to about the original line of scrimmage. Looks like Jake Shug in on the tackle for the Raiders there. And I like that play call. Go right back at it. Even though you got lost the yards on the on first down, you go right back at it. Give it to your horse, Adrian Sapness. So it'll be third and 11 official spot at the 42 of Marple Newtown here on their opening drive of the football game here on Thursday night at Radnor High School. 10.33 to go first quarter. Three wide receivers set. Single back is Sapness. Weathers under center. Sends Kostick in motion near side. Ball's far hash. Weathers, he's looking to throw. Looking, looking. He's going to fire deep. Wheel route for Abel Hoff. Catches the ball, but they say he's out of bounds. Yeah, a little too far outside there. Good route there by Abel Hoff, but he, uh, the ball was thrown towards the sideline. And uh, going to bring up fourth down for the Tigers on their first possession. It was a good ball, Greg and Steve, but uh, there just wasn't enough space. The field needs to be wider for that play to happen, so fourth down. Well, uh, as a coach, Steve, I guess the best part is that he put it in the spot where only his guy could get it. Exactly. It was good coverage, too. He had double coverage on him. Safety came over with the cornerback, and, uh, again, he put it right where only Hoff could get it, unfortunately, out of bounds. But, hey, just punt it away here, play field position. Pond to punt it away. Pino to return from the 20. Hans punt. It's a high one. It's going to hit at the 27. It's going to take a Radner bounce, and it hits a Tiger, and it's going to be down at the 25 of Radner. So a good punt from Scott Hans, Steve. And a little note here, Scott Hans is going to be punting and kicking tonight in place for George Lambritios, who has a... His first sport soccer, and he has a soccer game tonight back at Marple. So uh, we're going to see a lot of the sophomore Scott Hahn in there. So uh, Scott Hahn to be on both sides of the ball. And here we go. Coming out is Leighton, the quarterback for Radner. Thompson, the running back. He's got three wide receivers. He takes it. He's going to hand it off to Thompson, who goes up the middle for a few yards on the play. He's initially tripped up by number 55, Gino DiCamillo, and finished off by Ryan Everly for the Tigers' defense there. So to bring up second down and seven, 9.50 to go, first quarter. Radner comes out. Four wide receivers. With Leighton out of the gun, he sends Wilson in motion to the far side. And it's going to be a handoff to Thompson up the middle. He's met immediately by Brian Brosco and brought down. Brosco does a great job there. Takes on the tackle and squeezes inside and makes the play. So it'll bring up third down and four. They're going to give him two yards on that one. 
9.13 to go, first quarter, nothing, nothing game. Ball at the 35 of Radner. Red Raider ball late and out of the gun. Four wide receivers, two to both sides. Back in the backfield, late and looking to throw, and it is intercepted. Able half far side of the field. Coming to the near side now, breaking one tackle, and then staying on his feet again, still on his feet, keeps moving, and they're going to blow it dead. Steve, it looked like he was on top of the tackler. <laughs> that, twice it looked like he was down, but he did stay up there. Uh, I mean, he didn't stop his movement forward. And that call is one that you would definitely question, but in any event, Marple Newtown football is latent throws the interception to Abel Hoff with 8.48 to go in this first quarter. Great play there by Hoff. He stayed in his own coverage and just stepped in front of him and picked it off. But it looked like the quarterback and the receiver on miscommunication there, and Hoff was uh, fortunate enough to get the pick there and give the Tigers offense great field position. Yeah, guys, I mean, the quarterback from down here, not very good formation. Hoff in motion. I'll get back to you in one second, Jim. Hoff in motion near side. It's a handoff to Sapness. He breaks a few tackles, makes a spin move. Ooh, almost broke free, but brought down after five yards. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, guys, I mean, he, he, Steve's absolutely right. Definitely some miscommunication because he really threw that right at Abel Hoff. Thank you, Jim. Second down and four, Steve. Big number 24, T.J. Hockerschmidt in on the tackle for uh, the Raiders. You'll hear, you'll hear his name a lot tonight. He's a difference maker as well for this Raiders uh, team. Officially a six-yard carry for Sapness. High formation again. Two wide receivers. Weathers sends Moss in motion near side. Costacks the receiver on that near side. It's a handoff to Sapness. Bounces at the outside. He's across the 35 and has the first down. And they're going to say the ball came out at the end. They're going to say he was down by contact after the ball came out. And it's going to be at the 32, Steve. A slew of Raiders in on the tackle as well as Isaiah Coates, the sophomore. And right there, that play was made possible by number 13, Lucas Moss, at the wide receiver position. He cleared out that cornerback and gave Sapness a lot of room there to run for the first down. Moss stays in. Two wide receivers. It's Kostek and Moss. Far side balls near hash. I formation. It's a handoff to Sapness again. He finds a hole. And he's going to be brought down inside the around the 26-yard line, actually. And number 24 again. Hocker Schmidt in on the tackle for the Raiders. And looks like Coach Kicking's going to keep handing that ball off to uh, Adrian Sapness. Keep establishing the run and set up some uh, passing plays for Marcus Weathers. And he has a healthy dose of Adrian Sapness to open this drive as three straight carries go to him. High formation again. It's a handoff to Sapness. Makes a man miss. Spins around. Picks up three yards or down to that 25, 24 yard line. In there, number 53 for the Raiders, John Lord, the senior. And makes it more of a manageable third down play for the Tigers on their 25 yard line, on Radner's 25 yard line, excuse me. And you're essentially on four down territory early in this one. Yes, especially with your kicker. If you're playing the factor, Lambritios, uh, not here tonight. So it'll be third down and three, 6.39 to go in the first quarter. I form one receiver, two tight ends. Takes it. Sapness runs up the middle. He runs into a pile. He's still on his feet. He's trying to fight forward. He's not going to get anything on this one. That'll bring up fourth down. John Lord in on the tackle again. They stacked the box there. They knew one thing was coming, and that was number 27. They did a great job there. 
um, on defense. And Tigers are going to leave their offense on the field, obviously, here to uh, pick up a few yards for the first down. We're in that sweet spot, fellas. So, you know, not with, uh, with without Lambritzios, you're going to have to take a shot here. Absolutely, Jim. Two wide receivers, eye formation, no return to the tight end. Watch him as he's been good over the middle. Weathers tried to get him to jump with a hard count. Now he sends Hoff in motion to the far side. Weathers looks to the sideline, and they're going to call timeout and discuss this one as they couldn't get Radner to jump. So we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Jim Allsman back with you. Fourth and three, 5.43 to go first quarter. And Marple Newtown has the football trying to get a first down here, Jim. Coach Gicking is just breaking the huddle with his offense. They're going out. We'll see what they have conjured up on this critical fourth down early here in the game. 5.43 to go. Steve and Greg. Normally, Steve, this would be probably an opportunity where Lambritzios would have to come on. However, not here tonight, not able to play. I formation, two wide receivers. Half in motion. And now it's going to be fake the handoff. Weathers looking, looking. He's going to take off on his own. He's close to the first down. I think he has it. It's going to be very close. It's going to be very close. Depends on the spot. First down is at the 22, and it's hard to see uh, where it exactly is. On it's on the near side of the field, and the chains are on the far side. They might need a measure, measurement here, Steve. Yeah, they're going to they're going to oh, oh no, they, they're marking that a first down, so no they, measurement. They awarded the first down to Newtown, so Marcus Weathers taking off there, Steve. Good job, small play there. It looked like they brought Hoff in motion there uh, and put him in a, a pattern, but he was well covered even as uh, Radner stacked the box and. Uh, Weathers rolled out to his right and just tucked in and picked up the f- uh, first down. Very tough run by him and smart play. Good job. Took him a while to spot the ball there. Radner might have been asking for a measurement, uh, but officials did not award it. Eye formation, two wide receivers. Kostak near side, Hoff far side. Kostak in motion to that far side now. And play action. He's looking, looking, firing. If he's got him, he's got Hoff right up and touchdown! Double half! Marcus Weathers to Abel Hoff for the touchdown. What an outstanding play there. Coaching does so many things on offense to confuse you there. That was an outstanding ball by Marcus Weathers. You couldn't put it any more perfect than that. And he put it right over the safety's head into Abel Hoff's hands for a Tigers touchdown. And they ran Kostak underneath there. And that was a little confusion on the corner, allowing Hoff to go over top. And like you said, perfectly over top of that safety's head. And here we go. Scott Hahn on for the extra point. Snaps good. Holds good. Kick is up. It's a line driver, but it is through. 7 nothing. Marple Newtown, 5.06 to go first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? 
Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Greg Pecker, Steve Reynolds, Jim Allsman with you. Tigers score on a Weathers to Hoff touchdown, and now Scott Hahn set to kick it away. Back to return is Hino and McKeon. Hahn's kick. It's a low squibber. It's going to be hit at the 35. It hits a Radner short man, and then he falls on it. On that far side, that was number 32 for Radner. Nair Williams. And Radner's going to get good field position here. Almost... Uh, couldn't turn into an ugly play for Radner there, but a good job by them covering it up there as they come on the field trying to answer this Tigers touchdown. Absolutely. So here we go with Radner back out on the field. Hino on the near side along with DiCarlo. Layton is the quarterback. Wilson is in the backfield with him. Watch him. He's their all-purpose guy. They give it to Wilson on the option. He comes to the near side, breaks two tackles, still in the backfield. He's going to be wrapped up as a gang of white shirts come in and hit him hard and bring him down for a loss of about three. Great job by the Tigers there. Looks like Adriel Moss forced it inside. Did a great job setting the edge there, and then a slew of Tiger defenders came in and swallowed up the runner for a loss of yardage. There's only a one-yard loss. Looks like they're going to award him forward progress, although I think his own progress brought him back. But in any event, it's only a one-yard loss. It'll be second down and 11 for Radner. Five, 4.31 to go. They're at their own 35. Wilson in motion. Four receivers. Layton's going to keep it. This is a QB draw, and he gets... Two yards on the play before he's brought down. Not sure if that was designed or if he saw something there and just tucked it up. But nonetheless, a couple yards there. Tigers defense did a great job of uh, sealing it up there. So it'll be third down and nine for Radner. 4.06 to go in this one. Their first quarter. Tigers lead 7-0. Late change defensively for Marple Newtown. Three wide receivers for late. Wilson in the backfield with two receivers far side. Wilson's going to come on a screen route. It's deflected by Marple. Newtown incomplete. That'll bring up fourth down, Steve. Great job there again by the Tigers. They looked like hey, Matt McKee might have got his hand up there, the linebacker position. Uh, ball went a different direction and uh, incomplete for Radners. They're going to send on their punting unit. So good job by the Tigers there. We saw the past couple of weeks against Harriton and Lower Marion. They scored first, but then they let uh, the, both teams answer with a touchdown. So good job by them to come out on defense and force a punt. So McKeon to punt. You have Hoff and Kostek back to return at their own 30. McKeon's punt. It's a low-line driver. It's going to go hit at the 31 and bounce out of bounds at the 30. So Marple Newtown will start at their own 30-yard line with a 7-0 lead here and 3.36 to go in the first quarter. And so far, Steve, a, 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 a methodical start for Marple Newtown would be the best way to put it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, as you said, 
probably the best word to explain methodical and a great way to end that last drive. But I think it was a wheel route to Hoff as uh, Weathers found him in the back of the end zone there. But Tigers have to keep their foot on the gas, but this offensive line has to keep them dominating up front and I expect them to give the ball to Sapness a few times on this drive. Adrian Sapness with 25 yards, first and 10 at the 30 for Marple Newtown. And Weathers is going to look to throw. It's a short throw on far side of the field to Kostak. He's making men miss. Now coming to the middle of the field. He's looking for a hole. And he's brought down. He has the first down across the 40. Brought down at the 41. A lot of running uh, for Kostak, but he has the first down. And number 54 in on the play. Jake Shug for the Raiders there. And it looked like he was running backwards at first, which he was. He had the ball. He looked like he would have picked up a few yards. But he started running backwards, cut it up field, and uh, picked up a first down. It's a very athletic play there by Kostak. So the first and ten for Marple at their own 41-yard line. I formation. One receiver far side, one of the near. It's a handoff to Sapness. He's hit in the backfield and dropped for a loss of about a yard and a half. Number two, Darrow Falcone in again on the play there. And it looked like he came and blitzed and um, met Sadness in the backfield. So, again, there's those blitzing linebackers. And it's going to be very confusing up front, especially for those three interior linemen, the center and two guards of the Tigers' offense. Without a doubt, Greg and Steve, this Radner defense has definitely watched a lot of film because the defender came right through the hole on that play. Yeah, Jim, it's almost as if they have a spy on that linebacking core on Adrian Sapness. Side formation, second and 11. Hoff slightly in motion to that near side. It's a pitch to Sapness, and he's bottled up for a loss of another four or five yards. A flag comes in late, and we'll see what this call is. And it looks like they're... Marple seems to be... Penalty marker is down at the 37, fellas. 37. Looks like it's a face mask. It's going to be against the defense. Jim Osmond down there on the sidelines for us. And it is a face mask against Radner. And it looks like they're going to repeat second down on this one. Yeah, they gave him five yards back up to the 41, so that's the original line of scrimmage from that previous first down. So second and 10. Kostak in motion. It's a play action. Weathers is going to throw it up into double coverage. It is intercepted at the 25 of Radner that time by number 7, John Skorar. That's a very athletic play by him as he laid out to get that ball. But I'll tell you what, Adrian Satinus saved his quarterback there. Guy came through the line, and Satinus planted uh, the linebacker as uh, Marcus Weathers was about to get blown up there. But he was able to get the ball off. And essentially, it's, you know, I know it's only second down, but it was a long enough pass to not kill you with field position. True. This is very true as now the ball with 148 to go first quarter. Radner takes over at the 25. Four wide receivers for Layton. Wilson in motion. Option to Wilson. Far side on the jet sweep. He's got a big hole. And saving a big run was Everly at the 40. Because he had a lot of room to run if he got past Everly. He got that ball. He saw a hole. And you saw his explosiveness as he went through that hole. And as you said, Everly did make a 
touchdown saving tackle there as he uh, just had enough around his ankles to wrap him up. But nonetheless, it's a first down for this Ra- Red, Ra- uh, yeah, Red Raiders offense. First and ten at the Radner 40. Pistol set now for Layton. Receiver to the near side is Hino. It's a quick handoff up the middle to Thompson. He's going to get five yards and brought down. Falls forward across the 45 to the 46. He's actually going to get six on the play. McKee, the initial tackler, in on the play for the Tigers there. And Red Raiders go out of the pistol there and pick up a good chunky yardage on first down. Clock ticks under a minute here. First quarter, Marple leads 7 to nothing. Second down and four for Radner. Four wide receivers. Two to the near side. Two to the far. Wilson in motion now. Fakes the option to Wilson. Layton's going to keep it. He's across the 50. He has the first down for Radner. And he's tripped up there by Gino DiCamillo out of the middle linebacker position there. But Layton, uh, they run the jet there. They fake it, and uh, he takes it right up the middle where there was a nice big hole there for the first down. Option always a difficult task for the defense, especially with a dynamic player like Wilson at the running back and receiver position. First and 10 here from the 48. And now we have a timeout on the field. A flag is down. Penalty markers down, fellas. We'll see what the call is. Dead ball foul. This is encroachment on the defense. Thank you, Jim. Lined up offside. And that'll be a five-yard penalty. First down, Raiders. It'll be first down and five for Radner now. Radner really moving the ball here on this Tigers defense. Tigers defense is going to make a big play here to get some momentum back on their side. Probably the final play of the first quarter. Layton comes out, trips bunched far side. It's a handoff up the middle of Thompson. He cuts back to the near side, and he's tripped up that time and brought down after a first down. We're going to mark him at the 33. Again, he's tripped up by Gino DiCamilla there. And a good run there by the Raiders for another first down to keep this drive alive. And it'll be first and ten, and that'll be it for the first quarter. Tigers lead 7-0. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. <laughs> 